With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is and not and, as um, simple you know, I, as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened so, up so many more doors. The show is called The, the deal. deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of the Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play the Godfather, now at chumpacasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere. And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. The Morning Huddle with David Hurlbutt. A great class of guys that I'm, that I'm with in the 2020 class. Troy Palomaru, Edron James, who we both we were drafted in the same year. He's fantastic as well. Zach Thomas, Brian Young, Richard Seymour. You know, I can go all day, but a tremendous class of guys, again, that I admired, played against, battled against, had some great competitions against John Lynch. I was telling a story the other day on my Instagram page about John Lynch and how he would, when we would watch film, he would he would strike into the film like he was shot out of a missile. Like, that's the uh, that's the kind of aggression that he played with. So John Lynch and Steve Atwater, Leroy Butler, uh, just uh, a great group of men that I'm, uh, that I'm associated with in terms of the Pro Football Hall of Fame. There you have Tory Holt. Oh, wow, some good safeties up for it. It's going to be very interesting. It, the, the Pro Football Hall of Fame does not typically uh, you know, bring in a lot of safeties. So we'll see what happens there with the uh, vote coming up. But what's coming up right now, Lori Latimer Volkman from MileHighReport.com. It's been a few weeks. It's been too long. Though we did cross paths in Charleston, South Carolina. Good morning, Lori. How you doing? Good morning, David. I'm doing great. How are you? I'm doing great. I'm, I'm craving another cheeseburger with pimento cheese. I mean, that just hit the spot. <laughs> well, you know where to find it. Yes, I do. You, you live in a beautiful spot of the country down there. It's great to see you in person. And uh, thank you for lunch once again as we ate at Poe's, a great place named after Edgar Allan Poe down there in uh, Sullivan's Island. So if you're ever in the area, check it out. Um, yeah, it's great. We got a lot to do, Lori. Uh, first, let's do the Broncos, and I want to get your picks for the playoffs before the end of the segment. So, real quick, right. how did the Broncos end? How did you think Drew Locke did at the end of the season? I was just talking with my previous guest. 
They got the win against the Raiders, but that did move them back five spots in the draft. Does that bug you that they moved back five spots, or are you happy to get the win? You know it does not bother me. Uh-huh. Yep. <laughs> I, the draft is always so unpredictable. F- you know, five spots can make a difference, perhaps. And, you know, people do that all the time. If we'd been in number 10, you could have gotten this player. But you never know if you would have picked that player. You never know how those players turn out. Always go for the win in a game. Be competitive. You know, go with the, you know, in the moment, the team you have, that is your priority. And you, as a coach, as a player, you never play for a draft spot. You play to win the game. You play to improve what you're doing as a group. And that's what they did. And I think, I think it'll pay dividends to the team itself by having gone out on a win, on yeah. a win against a rival, um, a win that kept a rival from going any further, even though that wasn't the only thing that kept them. Sure. You know, they did their job. That will mean a lot as they go into the offseason. And what about uh, Mr. Locke? What did you think of him over the course of the last few games, particularly the uh, last game of the season against the Raiders? Yeah, I'm I'm really impressed. I I think there's still a lot for him to learn. I think there's still a lot for the team to find out. But what he did do is he proved the right to be the guy going into the off season, going into training camp, going into next season and giving, you know, being our quarterback, our young quarterback that we're going to roll with and we're going to we're going to work with to improve and build the offense around and not having that indecision at that position that we have had the last several seasons yeah. is also huge for this team. I mean, I think that makes a huge difference in how prepared you can be for the next season when you don't have to figure that out one month before the season starts. So based on what you just said, and I'm looking at one of the articles of yours on milehighreport.com, uh, you know where I'm going. Broncos country, not thrilled with the idea of Tom Brady. So based on the article, I just said, uh, you don't see any reason to bring in number 12. I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is not as simple as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened up so many more doors. The show is called The The Deal. Deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. Here's my thing. (laughs) Settle in, settle in, folks. Right. Here we go. You guys, settle in. Get your your coffee and sit down. So I am not a Brady hater. I'm not somebody who's like, I would never have Tom Brady. You know, I hate that guy. Don't bring him to Denver, blah, blah, blah. Tom Brady's a very good quarterback. And I actually I actually kind of like him. I mean, I've come to like him over the years. I happen to just watch the Peyton's places where he and Peyton get together and talk about all their old rivalries. I'm <laughs> like, yeah. I love this guy. So, you know, I, I respect him and I appreciate his talent. And I appreciate what he's done. But the situation, and, and people might compare it to, well, we brought in – Peyton Manning and, you know, did, did that and it turned out pretty well. So, yeah, I, I get the, the, you know, why it's attractive to think of Tom Brady in Denver, but I, we're in a different situation and it would completely un, unseat all the things we were sort of building toward this year and that we kind of came around to doing by the end of the year. You, you put Drew Locke back, you know, years, possibly yeah. a couple of years, um, you 
you completely you have to completely change your offense to have Tom Brady. I'm sure Tom Brady's not going to be thrilled about having to do a new system and it and or, you know, a completely new team. Like it's not going to be an easy transition because you're only looking at short term. He's 43. He's good. I think we saw that he's not his prime form this year even despite not having a full team of weapons like he's had. Yeah. Um and you know, I just I don't think it's a good situation all the way around. And we're in this spot where we finally kind of figured out how you grow with a young team. You don't then bring in a guy who's on his way out in two years and, and like, undo all of that work you've put in. So I think it would be a huge mistake for everybody. Denver, Brady, you know, in the long run. Yeah, and a big mistake for Lori Latimer Volkman. So we don't need to upset <laughs> that apple cart. Right. I also, I also don't think New England's going to ultimately let him go. I, I have a really hard time seeing Tom Brady anywhere else. But, you know, it's happened before. So yes, we'll it see. has. Oh, I've seen plenty in my lifetime. Montana, Joe Namath, Emmett Smith, Jerry Rice. They've, they've all ended in different uh, locations. Okay, let's get your But for pick. a quarterback, it's different for a quarterback. You know, yeah. other players can do it easier. Yeah. And Joe Montana had success. But, you know, Brett Favre didn't. <laughs> Joe Flacco hasn't. Like, it's not... It's not as easy to do with a quarterback, especially a very successful one with the same system, same coaches, same team for 20 years. Yes, I agree. I agree. It's a challenge. Okay, we will continue to break down the Broncos uh, week after week, the offseason moves, the draft, free agency, et cetera. But right now, let's get you on record for these four games this weekend. Let's take them in order. Minnesota at San Fran. San Fran. Okay. Well, that was, a short, that was the shortest answer in the history of Lori Latimer Volkman. <laughs> my, all my answers on these will be short because I, I don't care nearly as much as I do about the Broncos. <laughs> of course, but you're a sports football fan, and we'd like to put you on record. Uh, late game Saturday, Tennessee at Baltimore. Cool. I'm at Baltimore. Baltimore, I think. Okay. I mean, they've got, they've got one of the best uh, teams in the NFL. I, I'm kind of going Baltimore all the way anyway. So. Okay. Houston at Kansas City. That's the first game Sunday, three o'clock your time. Houston at KC. All right, so I'm I'm going to pick the upset here. I'm mostly because I want to. Okay. <laughs> Deshaun Watson will be a miracle maker, and the Texans are going to beat the Chiefs. Interesting. Yeah. No no bias there whatsoever. None. 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 Not a single ounce of bias. And the dessert, the last meal, the last part of the meal on Sunday, Seattle at Green Bay. Green Bay. Packers. Okay. There you have it. She does have a road victory. History says at least one road team team will win, and you've got Houston. Uh, Lori, always a pleasure. Go get yourself another pimento cheese sandwich. (laughs) Say hi. I'll have two. One for you. Oh, please do. Uh, Say hi to your great family for me, and we will talk to you next week. All right. Sounds good. Thanks, Lori. Lori Latimer-Volkman, editor, milehighreport.com, a great website for everything Broncos. She's got the Texans going into Kansas City. <sighs> Maybe I should have better a burger on that one. I'm not so sure about that one. Come on back. One more segment in the week before I turn it over to the guys after me on the morning huddle. <laughs> 